Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy and I'm Alistair. And thanks very much for listening to the show. Andy, today I think we're going to revolutionise sketch. I... We had a feeling. I had a feeling when I saw you in the car park just before the show. There yeah. was a way about something about the way you were bending over and the light was catching your mm. your sort of your 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 wet back. Yeah. Um uh and and glinting off, right? And then yeah. it, it, I could see the way the light it, it caught it caught the flight of a pigeon. Mm. Um that was the, me. That was that was you. Yeah, I was that light. Yeah. 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 Catching that pigeon. And, uh, yeah, no, I had a feeling you might revolutionise sketch today. Yeah, and I think it's got something to do with barracudas. Mm, I mean, okay, you fantastic. Know? Fast fish. It's, it is a fast fish when yeah. it's in water. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's a thing that we often say, uh, we, we, we refer to animals as being the fastest land animal. Mm. But we don't then go on to say on land. No. Which really we should. Well, that's right, because it, just because it's a land animal doesn't mean it spends its time exclusively on land. Yeah, or whatever context you're referring to is on, la- on land. Mm. Like, what is the fastest land animal in water? Now, I'm yeah, interested. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because then it could, be one it, of those, it could be one of those lizards that w- runs on water. Very well could be, yeah. yeah. But could, that's sort of on water. I'm talking in water. Well, you know, some of its feet... Could be touch, breaking the surface tension. Yeah, it could be. Dipping a toe. You think it's dipping a toe? Uh, if not, at least a heel. A heel or the tip of a tail. Do, do lizards have heels? It feels like a heel spans all life forms. You know, if there's one thing that unifies, that unites, us? That unites us. All life forms. And I'm not just talking animal. Well, a, a cell, what's that? Just It's just a, two, two heels back to back. Yep. You look at that rounded heel. Mm. You you take that, you cut that heel off, you flip that, you stick another chopped heel onto it, you shrink that down. Yep. You put that next to a cell yeah. of any kind, yep. any In- creature. Indistinguishable. Indistinguishable. Mm. Yeah. Except for maybe some of the dry skin that you'd find on a normal heel. When humans grow in the womb, do they grow from the heel? Well, I think they start as two heels. Two heels, and then they join up. And they split. They split? They split into sort of a, an, uh, I think, an eight, a four-heeled creature, and then split again into an eight-heeled creature. Uh, uh, is that a spider? Uh, it, it could be. At this point, it could... It, it could, could be anything, because it it's turn... all heel, and that's yeah. the thing. The heel is like the stem cell. Yeah. 
and uh, yeah, yeah, it just goes from there. Well, you know, every every part sort of eventually kind of becomes something that is heel like. I mean, look mm. look at the ends of your fingers. If that's not if that's not a heel, I don't know what is. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and look, and you can sort of see on the other side. There's the fingernail, which is sort of like a toe. Yes. So you can see that which within... is on the other side of a heel, sort of. Yeah. Well, you know, that's right. And if you like, just shrunk that foot down. It's mm. not that hard to look at a to look at a a finger mm. and see its how, origins. How it how it would have been a foot had <laughs> had the cells just been in a different place. You know, rearranged slightly differently. Mm. Um the the sort of the knuckle there that's kind of mm. like those two bumps on where your ankle is. Mm. You know, you can see that. And it also it also could be all the little essentially these you know, these kind of like that loose skin that you have on the sort of toe knuckles. Yeah. Now, but Alistair, what you're describing are other parts of the foot, and I'm only interested in the heel. Yes, but all those parts of each of those feet, they're uh, also... Also a heel. They're, yes, they're also made up of heels. Uh, when we get injured and we talk about healing, is that the process of... Clo- yeah, having heels go over the wound. Mm, tiny yeah. heels. Yeah, tiny heels going over the wound. And and then closing up that wound, mm. allowing to become a full heal, the heal seal. Fully healed. Yeah, fully healed. Yeah. And then eventually it its function will go back to being whatever it was at the mm-hmm. time mm. of the of the sort of the cut or the abrasion mm. or the sort of the skinning. The wound. The wounding. Yeah, yeah. Um anyway, uh dumb riff or the dumbest riff. Uh you <laughs> you be the judge. Um, yeah, but but also yeah, no, good point. Um, good bar- point, well made. Wait, okay. <laughs> uh, but barracuda, I don't know what a barracuda looks like. I think I think it has an underbite. Uh, yeah, underbite or overbite? I I I, I can never remember. Um, I guess it depends on which way up the fish is. Really, that's true. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, think, I think I in think, the ocean, like in a, space. I want to write down. I think there's a sketch in Fastest Land Animal on Water. Right, mm-hmm. you know, and and I think it's you know we 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 talk a lot about a fish out of water in water or on water in water on water both whatever whatever context you know uh, we're, we're we're putting it in mm. we're 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 shaking up the natural order of things that's right um, because you know what I I think it's no longer enough for a cheetah to be fast it's, I think that would the, have been fine a hundred years ago exactly. But now the world has changed, and what are employers looking for? They're looking for your adaptability. Mm-hmm. They're looking for your ability to work in a team. And okay, and humans, what are we looking for? I mean, what, what's the greatest employer these days? YouTube. Yes. <laughs> in terms of animals, mm-hmm. you know, in, in employing their skills for our pleasure, amusement. Yeah. yeah. For our so amusement. we're talking about a cheetah now. If it's going to get views gonna get views yeah um uh, then it, it needs to be doing something a bit more interesting than yeah. just running fast yeah that's right and and you know even just if it was what about a cheetah on a non-newtonian fluid okay that's still just alistair yeah i am i am on fire right now with this so, idea so first you get to... any animal you, i want to see every animal you know, you get a big, you get on a, a non-Newtonian fluid. Okay, how about this? You get a big Olympic swimming pool, 
You fill a big it up, Olympic swimming pool. A so big like one. one of those like super sized Olympic swimming. Well, pools. rather than because it's like the length is always the same, but you can you can work on the width. You know, can that's you really? what makes it big. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> and depth. I think you could probably also do with depth, and you can also change the kind of water. And I think you know you get at that water that that where you flow through that's a bit. Bigger? No, but you know you get that water that flows through a bit easier that they had got for like the um, for the Sydney Olympics. What? And things like that. Yeah, I think they, they, they do stuff like that. And then so they're... They got then, different water? So that, that kind of makes the pool a little bit smaller technically because you kind of right, just... Right, in the way that friction. the internet made the world smaller. Exactly. Because everything can get everywhere quicker. So the lower, lower friction water right, makes the pool smaller. smaller. Yeah. So this is quite high friction water. It makes the pool bigger. Which makes the pool bigger because it's filled with cornstarch. Even if it's the same size. Yeah. Yeah, in great. terms of it's the travel, it's the you know it's, it's the experience the of the of the swimmer mm. or runner, the subjective experience of what the time it would take to swim a telegram from one mm. end of the pool to the other. Yeah, and for the king to swing a, te- swim a telegram. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so you got this right mm. now. The first part you've got was that a phone. No, I, I bumped something okay, on the table. Cool. I, I, I don't think it was anything, unless you're expecting an important message of some kind. I, I didn't feel a vibration from my phone. Sometimes I get messages even when I don't expect an important message. So that's why I was just being careful. I Would they be important messages? Eh? Would they be important? The ones that I get. That you weren't expecting? Sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Is It's the unpredictability of it all. You know, it's very hard to sure. tell. So it's a big, it's a really big Olympic pool. Yeah. Because of how much cornstarch is in the water. Mm, mm. And that creates a non Newtonian fluid mm. that when you apply pressure onto it, it hardens. Becomes solid, like Be- semi solid. Yeah. And then you can run along the water. But if you stop running, you'll fall in. And I think that's what that'll be where, it, where it'll be really exciting because you can spook the cheetah. Yeah. Right. And Get it'll it run onto there. But then when it stops because you're so it's far enough away from you or whatever, it'll start to sink in and then you'll see the panic set in. Yeah. Yeah. And then what happens? Well, then it'll probably be in quite a bit of danger mm. because the water will probably be above its head. And then I think trying to get out might block you. Okay. Like so, so then we it could be dead. Well, no, no. Like we're not going to allow that to happen. So we're going to have people on cranes <laughs> who will be sliding around. Like that big cat around. handlers, real experienced yeah, big cat who, handlers. Like cat handlers, like they are. But they, also custard experts. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> is, is, does custard have corn flour in it? Custard is a non Newtonian fluid. Really? Yeah, it's the the one that everyone uh, everyone knows and loves. It's co- made with cornstarch and egg. You're right, and, and can you, a bit of sugar. And so when you bite down on it, you could break your teeth. Really? Yeah, if you bite it, that's why you got to drink it or slurp it. But if you bite it too hard, shattered. Really? Yeah. Like diamond. Can you shatter a non-Newtonian fluid? Um, Like what's the most brittle non-Newtonian fluid? Yeah, well, the least Newtonian fluid of all time. What's great is that it would break, but then as the pressure would stop on it, it would just turn to liquid again. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm. Very exciting. Yeah. These um, developments that were hypotheticalizing. Uh, hypo- uh, I think uh, if the, the other element that would come into play in, uh, when we th- send these animals out mm. onto the onto the non-Newtonian fluid, incidentally, Disney on ice, 
We've seen it. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I want to see Disney on a non-Newtonian fluid. It's about time because we've been looking for something to put <laughs> Disney on to for years. Yes. So far, we've come up with ice and mm. television. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, the silver screen. And the, and the, yeah, and is the silver one the big one? Uh, yeah, 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 that's the silver screen. And what's t- TV? The small screen. Small screen, okay. Yeah. Well, they don't mention the color. No. Okay. No, it could be anything. Uh, silver is in the mix. But this, we've got ice, big screen, silver screen. Now, cornstarch corn and starch water. water, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so what, what sort of Disney are you thinking? Like, uh, I guess Aladdin? I don't know, anything with a lot of movement. Yeah, so something where you can't really stop moving. Yeah, I so imagine that scene, uh, that, that Shark's song, Tale. Be Our Guest. That'd be yeah. great in this. Okay, yeah. But then one of those other ones, the sadder songs, and this is this is great mm. because this is for you if you like Disney but you don't like the slow bits, yeah. all the boring, sad love songs, right? This could really they'll sink down. They'll sink down. They're out, right? Yeah. It's not only those high speed. You ain't never had a friend like me's, yeah. right? They're gonna you know keep it. Boom, boom, boom. Necessity. Nah, that's gone. That's Sorry, Balu. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But isn't he moving a lot? He's flowing down a river. Yeah, but he's not moving fast enough. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so so like things like the ballroom, da- so Beauty and the Beast. Is that what mm. we're talking about? Because there's ballroom dancing, there's mm. chasing, there's hunting the beast. Yeah, things yep. like that. Uh, that kind of sitting on a magic carpet in Aladdin. That's sort of, you know, the carpet moves, but there's no trampling, mm. right? Yeah, you know, that's the problem. So then you, but then in something like Snow White. She's just laying there a lot of time. Yeah, she'll be she's sinking. Down. So she's you gone. you would need to have like a bunch of people constantly sort of walking underneath her. Like the table would have to be alive. Yes, yes, and which is why that's perfect for Beauty and the Beast. And that's interesting. Mm, Beauty and the Beast on non-Newtonian fluid. Yep. Uh, or even the furniture. Anything where the furniture is running around has got mm. little legs and is moving. That is a that is a uh, fertile. For our, uh, our, uh, our our Disney on non-Newtonian fluid uh, traveling uh, show. show. We go from Olympic swimming pool to Olympic swimming pool mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. just like tankers filled with custard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we just we, – we drain out the water yeah. and you put it or in. Or we just chuck in cornstarch. Like maybe we don't drain out so, the but, water. But, but we don't – like but the, this is the reason – and I realized I was really thinking – Money-wise, yeah, but that we would just suck out the product so that we can keep reusing the same cornstarch every pool. Mm, yeah, I mean, why don't we just sell it? Everyone gets a straw, and at the end of the show, you all come down, you just drink it. So it is just custard. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. If it's custard, you come down, you just drink it. We chuck in custard powder. At the a bit start, of sugar. Bit of sugar. Some and hot then egg. you come down, you drink it, and then and then after you've drunk it, like out of the the muck we can drag out uh, the corpse of Snow White or yeah. whoever else didn't make it through the show. Yeah, and I guess uh, if they all had scubas, that would be a good thing to just great idea. That's nice. Yeah. yeah, like maybe a lot of them could hide scubas in their hair, except for Dopey. He doesn't have any hair, but he does have a beanie. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, is is Dopey? No, is Dopey the one that's kind of got a red nose, or is he sneezy? Well, he. I don't know. And I don't have any information, but <laughs> Sneezy does seem like he might have a red nose. Did, That's all I know. Yeah. Did, did Sneezy have a beard, though? As I say, I don't know and I don't yeah. have any information. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I think, I've, I think 
you know, all my life I've, all my life I've mixed up um, Sneezy. <laughs> Who was that? Hey, that was, um, what's his name there? Um, you know, that rapper who had a lot of success with uh, the Pimp a Butterfly? Oh, Kendrick? Yeah, it was Kendrick. Yeah, all great. my life I've had to fight, something like that. Yeah, great. Um, anyway, he can be in there as well. Kendrick. Yeah. I think he'd do really well mm. on on non-Newtonian fluid, especially because, like, you know, he has those songs where he, like, jumps up onto, like, car wrecks like that, you know, in, in like, his live shows. They're, like, burning things in, like, you know, there's American really? flags. These are, and so the car wreck could be sinking into the non-Newtonian fluid sure. while he's, you know, uh, we going to be all right, right. I mean, I'm talking three albums ago or whatever. So, you know, I'm a bit behind. I haven't kept up. Mm. Um, but, you know, but that, me- that that car sinking into the fluid would be a metaphor for America. Yes, fantastic. See, which I think he does a lot of. Great. I think whatever shows we're doing, yeah. there's going to be a lot of metaphors for America in yeah. there. Anytime you see something think- sinking, that's <gasps> just art. Yeah, that's art. That's metaphor. That's the art kicking in. Mm. James Brown. The way he kept his feet moving, mm. he would have been perfect for non-Newtonian fluid. He was born to it. Um, that Dancing in the Rain guy? Uh, Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly. That's a great non-Newtonian fluid kind of thing. And it, ta- it takes the click and it really reimagines it, uh, re- reimagines it into a splash, mm. sort of like a mucky splash. I wonder if um, there is a future in which the Earth's surface becomes a non-Newtonian fluid. Sort of like a, a an enmarshing. Mm. Yeah, like, like a, what would be involved? An emboggening. An emboggening. Um, uh, well, what if the, the like the ocean got so high that yes. e- everywhere was just kind of like three inches of water, and then the the water just kind of mixed in with the with the topsoil, mm. and then we would just get a kind of Marsh. A kind of quicksandy type scenario. Well, I wonder if at a certain point we would uh, consider putting custard powder into the oceans. You know, if the mm. if the if the oceans are getting high enough, um, we might not be able to reclaim that land yeah. or hold back the ocean, but we could sort of turn the ocean to our own purposes more, fill it with custard powder, mm. have a non-Newtonian fluid. And then you'll we'll be able to sort of still operate on that as long as we keep moving. Yeah. And uh, I think also it'll be delicious. So yeah, well that's right. And and I guess that that will be a great source of food for the fish who live within the ocean. The fish the exactly, moment. they'll thrive. And the people whose whose uh, industries depend on the ocean mm. to to survive, they can just eat the custard. They can eat the custard, so they'll be happy. Mm. Uh, and then those of us who don't live off the ocean, we could probably not eat seafood. I think the idea of what seafood is will change. Well, It'll just be the sea will stand for custard. For custard, <laughs> which will be kind of like a salted kind of sweet thing because mm, of the salt. Like, like, a, like a taffy, saltwater taffy kind of a... Yeah, like a saltwater taffy. Now, I don't know if that actually is salty, but sure. I feel like it must. It must. I, I, look, I, that's what I thought as well. And then someone told me it's got nothing to do with salt. So Right. It's know. something you eat in salt water. Maybe. Maybe yeah. you're in salt water. Yeah. Maybe you are salt water. Maybe the salt water is in you. Yeah. Maybe. Well, and I think it is actually. I is think it? there's a, there's an element in which our human bodies have taken a part of the ocean with us, possibly in our reproductive system in some way. We have a 
there is a part of maybe the ovary or something like that mm. that maintains a a an environment that is very similar to certain parts of the ocean. Wow, I'm thinking. Wow, which parts? Like uh, the like the Indian, the Indian yeah, Ocean. I was thinking the Mediterranean. You yeah, know, right. it's very fun. It's mm. very relaxed. You can uh, float. You can float there, like a lot, like many oceans. Yeah, right. Um, Not like some of those disputed sort of Chinese island. No, type no, things. no, no, no. Have we written anything down so far? Uh, today, I've written honestly? down fastest land animal on or in water. As well as within that idea is Disney on non-Newtonian fluid. That's within that idea. Well, I feel like they're all kind of a similar thing. You don't yeah, think? Alistair, sure, they're a similar thing, but you're not going to be able to swing those two sketches into the one sketch right. on a. Those are, those are two different things. All right. Dis, I mean, like Disney on non-Newtonian fluid can be any live shows on non-Newtonian fluid. Riverdance would have thrived. <gasps> Riverdance, Michael Flatley? Mm. Is that his name? Yeah, bring him back, Michael Splatley. Michael Splatley. And we can just get a truck. We just get a truck that turns into a stage, right? It's just always, it's like that pool truck from The Simpsons, mm. but you won't have that problem where the water splashes through the back window like it did. Remember, he goes, oh, man, I got to get that window fixed. You know, that was, that was my attempted auto. Oh, that sounds right. All right. Okay. This is fantastic. Yeah. and uh, But but non-Newtonian fluid, so I won't do as much splashing like that. It won't mm. be kind of a, have a bit more solidness. You can just open it up. Maybe the two sides of, of the sort of, you know, the cover of the, the truck pool, of the truck that hold the fluid in. Mm -hmm. That can be the sort of front and back of the stage. Yes. And then... People can dance on the front and then go on top of the fluid and then back on the front. Or the front <laughs> could just hold the audience yes. and they can just stand next to the fluid really close so that they can really see them dancing really, on the fluid. Really, really see the fluid. Mm. I think you've got to really see the fluid. Yeah. Because I think a lot of the magic is in is in that close-up sort of a thing. You yeah. Know? It's like close-up magic it's but like, with uh, fluid. <laughs> close-up fluid. I th why is magic the only only one of the ones where we get to do it real close up? What about close up dancing? Close up tap dancing. You're mm. you're, you're right down there. Your yeah. head is on the stage, and they're <laughs> tapping right there. Yeah, like you could get tapped on. Mm, that's really good. Sort of like with close up magic, how you could get magic all over you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like going to Sea World, but with magic. You know, the whole, most of the fun is yeah. in getting splashed with mm. some of that magic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I love saying something and then realizing that you had no idea what you were talking about. Is that something that? You... No, it's just I just when I realized that I didn't know what really close up magic was. Or oh, did. you don't know what it is. <laughs> like it's, it's like, like when they do like card tricks like right in your face and they somehow still trick you. Man, that does sound good. Yeah, so like, you're watching it and they're like, and then they they go, "Is this your card?" And you go, "How is that possible?" See, I, I don't like I, – I find magic irritating. Mm, that's right? because you don't like feeling stupid. I don't like feeling stupid. And it shows stupid. you the limitations of your brain. Exactly, and I hate that, mm. right? So what if it was this? It's magic, but they just tell you how it's done. They tell you – they show you straight away so you don't have to feel bad or anything. How about that, but for comedy? Great. I think that's what this podcast is. Yeah, probably. I hope. Uh, but – Oh, no, but I didn't like – but then that also – Somebody who tells you how it's done is not doing magic. 
this podcast, if it was that version, you were afraid that we were going to say, I was like saying, this is comedy, but then we tell you the secrets. Mm. I'm literally saying we're not necessarily doing comedy. We're just saying how we would do comedy if we if, were going to we, do it. <laughs> but, okay, w- this is what I would like, right? I would like a magic experience where uh, I just like a magic experience. Is that too much to ask? I just want real magic. Yeah. No, I, I, I would like a magic experience where the, the, the magician's there, right, mm. doing their, their magic. There's an audience of suckers, right? Okay. But then I'm on the other side of some sort of little mirror, yeah. right, where they can't see me, and then I get to see how all the magic is done. I think, you know, and then maybe the magician whispers stuff to me, and we have a good chuckle about how much of an idiot the audience is, right? I maybe think that's I actually really easy more. to do. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of magic is very angle important. This is true, you know. And so if you go even a, the slightest angle off, I think I did that once. I saw that when I was a kid, and I went, "Wait a second, he's just standing on a <laughs> yeah plinth. Oh, I can see him just unzipping that bag and getting into it. Like that, with that bag that's supposed to have no zip. He just said there was no zip. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a zip. So magic is just lying about the presence of a zip? Yeah. Anyone could do that. Because that's the thing, is that you you watch magic, you go, oh, well, obviously this is not going to be like, he's not just going to say there's no zip and then there's going to be a zip. Yeah. Like that. And then you just, you you look around the curtain and you just see there's a zip. Yeah. Um... But is is, is, that, is that a thing, my, my little magic idea, where I get to just mm. feel smarter than the audience? Because uh, I, I still need the audience to be there, so the magic is still taking place. So that there's some fools. There's some fools, yeah. exactly. Someone I can feel better than. Right? I'm not, I'm not the, uh, the sucker. I'm not yeah. being... But then, are you less of a fool because... Almost certainly, yeah. No, no, but like you're not even seeing it from the... The, the the direction where you would get fooled. So, like, in a way, you're not kind of like, you don't get you to mean. feel superior to them. Right. You've just seen it at an angle in which it's had it's been explained to well, you. Well, I feel superior for the, than them because I had more money, which allowed me to buy this uh, expensive oh, ticket. So it's just so a more see, expensive ticket. Yeah, basically, it's it's just that I've got more money than them. Yeah, right. Which allows me to feel superior. Yeah, right. So, but... I mean, I could do that in almost any you context. Couldn't you I just? Suppose. I guess you could have just got a really tall car or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> a real tall car. You know, when you see some of the real tall car, you're like, "Well, somebody's doing all right." Well, I think the the higher you're sitting up, a lot of the time you feel better. You know, like mm-hmm. truckers, although they they are probably not super rich. Mm. They're they're driving something quite expensive. Yes, and so they get to still feel superior, and they're because they're high above you, they tower down yeah. on you, and they could destroy you. They really could. Yeah. There, I was driving home the other day, and there were some two people in trucks who were just fucking with everybody in these huge semi-trailers, mm. and they just drove next to each other for ages, just really, really slow, taking up both lanes, and then yeah. sometimes they would, one of them would go back into the, the, the other lane and then duck back out again. Wow. It was crazy. Did you report them? I felt like reporting. Oh, well, that's the closest thing uh, mm, that we, was... we as uh, <laughs> c- civilians get. I mean, to feel like yeah, feel like taking uh, the law into our own hands. I think I think it's a right wing thing to complain about stuff like that more. Yeah, right. I used to, you know, when I was in one job, he'd always be calling on drivers. He'd always be driving around and then just going, "No, nah, I'm calling. I'm calling him." There was like a line, and I think he guess he would illegally use his phone while he was driving <laughs> to call up <laughs> the people. You know, it's yeah. Like, look, it's it's probably not a real right wing thing, but you got to be a certain kind of jerk. 
Yeah. And Even then, though to just police. I think the Venn diagram probably overlaps with some right wing stuff as well. Yeah. Um, Who? What were we talking about? Where, where, oh, close up magic. Close up magic. My what little plan. What about this? Just any scenario, mm. right? You're allowed to pay a little bit more to stand in a special area. <laughs> I think that's already the world. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Um, but 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 it's 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 marked off on the ground, and people just know that you uh, you paid a bit more. I'm because because you know this is the 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 booths at the um at the at the opera or whatever they yeah. have the royal box and that kind of thing up there it's not necessarily a better view but you know people can see that you're there that to you're be there, seen yeah. so say there's a car accident yeah right uh and uh it, people are gathering around to watch mm, right? people are driving slowly past yeah like driving that. slowly past but there's I, two I, glass tubes Yes. The ambulance brings two glass tubes that you can just stand in, stand and in. you're allowed exactly. to look and gaze. At I think this is a really good idea. The ambulance, part of like mm. this, would be some of the way that we've like privatized it, and we pay for for our ambulance service mm. or whatever. The paramedics, they just have a little booth, little glass booth that they wheel out, and you can come in there, and you won't affect anything, you won't damage anything, but people can see you're in there and that you've. Yeah. Got the pass or whatever. And the and the police, that's why they go, move it along, nothing to see here like mm. that, because they're protecting the view that, that they charge for. Yeah, that's that's a premium model. Yeah, no, I think that's good. Like, you know, yeah. and... And, uh, and I don't think... And this is good because it, the law's not in any way corrupted, I don't think, no, by no, no. this kind of I thing. I don't think or, it's illegal to look. No. But everybody wants to, so so it's become commodified. Exactly. Um and, and you can block the view of the people dri- trying to drive past the sticky beaks, mm-hmm. which is these freeloaders. Are, I call them freeloaders, and these are going to be called sticky beakers. Yeah, and so you can get in the sticky beaker, but it's actually quite dry. It's not sticky it's at not all. Sticky at all. Yeah, don't worry, it's not yeah. sticky. Unless you want a special sticky model, we have one that you can pay even more, and it's sticky. And it's sticky. <laughs> if just that's just but it's, that, that but you're it's harder to see through because of the, the because the of the stickiness. Of, but hey, maybe that's just what some people like. Um, and I mean, it won't co- it won't corrupt the police because you're not you're not asking for special treatment f- from the law necessarily. Mm. Maybe if you you you'll be able to pay them to sort of arrest them a bit closer to you or mm. sort of do it again if you didn't see it properly. You know, if you sure. didn't see them punching the yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, the criminal the, in the um, head. Yeah, yeah, the perp. If you know, when or the, or the you know, or the 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 if you missed some, you know, like the the. The, the paramedic reviving them. Yeah, if you show up, you know, just 30 seconds late, it's not mm. your fault, but you've still got your membership, they'll zap them again, knock yeah, them out. That'd be good. And then revive them again for you. That's nice, yeah. And they should have like a jumbo screen that's kind of got like instant replays and things like that maybe. Sure, sure, Comment- but that's not the same as the live. Oh, it's not it live. the same. You're right. I apologize. Yeah. And then they would have to pay for somebody to film it and kind of like work a switching desk and things right, like that. And right, and it of, takes a lot away away a lot of the specialness of yeah. being able to be in the um, just being in the kind of hot tube in the hot tube. The it hot, is hot, yeah, hot. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, it's in the sun probably. Yeah. And, the, the, and then there's the hot sticky tube as well. The hot sticky tube, and I guess every tube would get stickier the longer you're in it. Yeah, especially if it's hot. Yeah, and and you know, I guess you, there's also the fun of the danger if you're kind of you know on a freeway or whatever kind of high, you know a high <laughs> danger zone where if these cars crash, there could be more cars crashing. But mm. I guess there's you know there's. 
Um, but then that's just more f- viewing for you. Hmm. And I guess the more the more bad things that happen, yes. the more the government can make money, mm. you know, off of these kinds of things as well. So there's kind of an incentive then to like not necessarily fix roads. Yes. And, uh, you know, like or fix sort of high, you know, black spot accident areas mm. or... They become a hot spot. They become a hot spot. Yeah. For, you know, they can, they can set up sort of a, you know, what's a row, a row of chairs there? What are they called? Um, sorry, we're getting some weird microphone stuff. I'm just going to stop it for a second. It's kind of like a, a... Sorry, we're back. We're back. It's kind of like a... We're tier- going to play it off like it never happened. Yeah, it's like a tiered seating thing, but you're standing in glass tubes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it goes up for like high spot area, high danger areas. Mm. You know, there could be places where, um, let's say in the winter where there's lots of sli- people slip over a lot. Why are they? Why are we at a glass tube? What's the What's the advantage? Well, it, I guess you, you know you don't have to because for it first, firstly, it makes you look rich. Yes. <laughs> you know, because you think about it when you go to Ballarat and when you go to the Sovereign Hill, mm. that do that thing where you're panning for gold. Right, and you get a tiny little speck of gold in your pan. Yeah. Where do they put that gold? In a little glass tube. In glass tube. That's right. So gold goes in glass tubes. That's right. And popes. And popes. Yeah. And and like uh, pods that go thunk like that. All three things that are very synonymous with wealth. Yeah, exactly. Thunk like that. Thunk. The way you flaunt your ability to make that sound really oh. well, it's 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 a bit sort of obscene almost. It's yeah. like you're sitting there with your shirt off and you're flexing your muscles in front of me. Like I'm okay with it because we're friends, but I think that like if you were just out sort of in a in a park down by the by the beach or something mm-hmm. and 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 making that noise, yeah. I think people would find it a bit gross. Well, they'd be. They would feel that way because they would be threatened and think that, exactly. that their partners are going to leave them <laughs> to come and be with me so they can go thunk in front of them. And But I think the deeper question here yes. is um, whether or not the sort of uh, Elon Musk germ of an idea of the uh, Hyperloop. Mm. And somebody needs to ask Elon. or, or the, I mean, I want to ask Elon really, but I think other people are working on it, but... Elon, will it go thunk? This, this is, so this is Elon Musk's hypothetical transport well, they've, system. They've built some already. They've built some already yeah. that involves shooting people around in tubes, in little capsules. Mm-hmm. The only thing that matters is will it make that sound? Yeah, because that's all. That's why that's we want to. That's the whole tra- point that's of the, having that. Of traveling in tubes. Yes. Is thunk. <laughs> thunk. Like that. And then you go really fast, and then you just pop out the other side. And what happens when? What sound does it make when you pop out the other side? Oh, I'm out. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100 percent sure. I've, you know what? Because that technology has never been made available to me. Mm. I've only seen the first part. Yeah. When, when it, when the, uh, when the, when the pod mm. catches the breeze and affects the tube. Mm. It's really sailing, isn't it? It's just sailing. It's just a modernized version of sailing. It's inner tube on the sailing. Winds. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like being inside the wheel of a bike. So mm. it's the same thing as a bike, mm. but you're inside the wheel. You're inside the wheel. Yeah, and the only place you can get to is another part of the wheel. 
Yep. But it's it's a, just a, they've completely reinvented the wheel. <laughs> completely. Because you're the bike, inside the bike. The bike is in the wheel. Yeah. And there's no wheels. <laughs> there's no bike. And there's no bike. I mean, wow. There's a, there's a yeah. There's like a, a fucking pod. If you were to reinvent the wheel, yeah. Like, what would you change? So I personally, I don't think I would change how round it is. No. Um, to be honest, I think the best I could come up with is like adding some sort of feature, like a bell, like a bell, <laughs> yeah, or a uh, whistle, or like a sc- like a little screen, a little screen, <laughs> yeah, Bluetooth maybe, yeah, um, yeah, it's like it's kind of you're more like uh, adding, sort of just adding features to the wheel, yeah, I mean, but of course the th- great thing is that the wheel is out of copyright, I assume. And yeah, whether anybody has copyrighted it. Oh, this could be big. This could be really I big. I have got to get down to a patent office as soon as we finish recording yeah, this. Yeah, before we release this. Bef- as- or release this and then get down there as fast as you can. <laughs> yeah. Hit publish yeah. and then bam, on the tram. Yeah. A cup of coffee Obviously. on the tram. Yeah, get yeah. get your nose hairs plucked. Yes. <laughs> got to get my good patenting face on. Yeah. You know? Like, I gotta look like a guy who's got it together. The, that's really important to the mm. people at the patent, patent yeah. patenting office. Mm-hmm. How could this guy have invented the wheel? He doesn't even pluck his nose hairs. Yeah. So look, I think if I was going to reinvent the wheel, mm. um, I think I'd start from the beginning. Yeah. I would really reinvent. Wow. So like, I think I so would. So you would live as a cave sort of dwelling. Well, I don't think you necessarily need to do that, yep. but I think you got to start with like a blank piece of paper. Great. So you're or inventing just, paper first? I'm reinventing, reinventing. Like I'm reinventing, inventing. Oh, this is good. Yeah. And the way that I'm going to do inventing is just copying things that already exist. That is... All oh, right, because that's... Yeah. yeah, you just... That's a fresh take on inventing, isn't it? That's true. It's it's a, it's a it's an old take on filmmaking. Mm. Yes. I'm just being satirical now. Because uh, you know how with... with Films, they're just remaking old things. Hey, yeah. yeah. But do you think that you could um, persuasively argue that you were the greatest inventor of all time just by copying things? No, but you would have had to invent copying things. Like if you were mm. claiming to have invented things when you'd really just copied them because really you were reinventing inventing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that first guy would have got away or woman, I apologize, um, would have got away with sort of plagiarizing that other person's thing because they were inventing copying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you go, all right, you get this one for free. You, yeah. can, you can keep your bread knife, you know. Oh. My bread knife, but it's yours now. Yeah, my bread knife, but you can keep... Well done. It. Anyway, so, so but, but, but now you can't do that again. You can't steal anybody else's idea. Like, you can't, like, you can't use my... You can't steal my other idea, tongs. <laughs> no, this one's mine alone. Uh, old bread knife in one hand and tongs in the other. And I'm just going to go down to the patent office and patent one of these. I mean, I guess I could reinvent, reinventing, reinventing. But then you guess you could invent tweezers, which is kind of like... Hey, it's like taking an idea, and then 
and then sort of changing it Change to fit it another purpose. Different size. You see, mm. and that's kind of that's a form of reinventing. Yeah. Now we've done that. So we've taken the tongs. We looked at the tongs, and we said, well, let's make let's take them, make them real small, right? Mm. But I don't know if anyone's looked at the tongs and said, hey, let's take them, make them real big, and then invent, and then because. I reckon we should go through all the inventions okay. and check whether or not people have made a big version and a small version of them yet. Oh, that's a great idea. All right, and then that'll be how we find new okay. kinds of inventions. Yeah. Okay? Because, all right, tweezers are done. Okay, toaster. Tongs are done. Really big tongs. Like, what could those be used for? Okay, let's see. Um, Picking up, like, kayaks. Yes. <laughs> And flipping them over. Because a lot of the time people are, are sort of taking kayaks and they're dragging them along the ground to get mm. to the thing. But if you were sort of like at the boat shed. Yes, with a huge pair of kayaks. With the big, yeah, big, like big tongs. Big tongs. You could just probably pick them up from the back of the shed mm. and then sort of just twirl around and then drop it in the water and let whoever's going to ride in it go run after yeah. it before but, it gets caught in the current. But also... Uh, Kayaks roll over mm. a lot like uh, sausages. That's true, yeah. So we could use the tongs as life tongs for flipping back over beginner kayakers. Now those those tall lifesaver chairs make sense if you if you give that lifesaver <laughs> a big set of tongs. This <laughs> really the ocean is a barbecue, or the the mm-hmm. between the flags area is a barbecue. Yeah, it's crying it's, out for a pair of. Tongs. Yeah, it's you know like this. It's like you know the part of the of of a the part of a of an oven with the grill. The sun is the grill. Yes. Right, and the the ocean floor is the pan. Yes. And the people are the sausages, <laughs> and the ocean water is the brine that you're for some reason <laughs> cooking your sausages in. It could be fat. Oh, it could be fat. No, yeah. You're right. It's the fat. And then the flipping over mm, is saving lives somehow because in these situations, people are drowning, but it's just because they're facing down. That's right. That's for you know because there's some a lot of people come from countries where they don't learn how to swim. They don't know which way you got to do could be to breathe. We could also take out of the equation the ocean entirely. You go down to the beach. A lot of these same people who've come from mm-hmm. overseas don't understand how hot the sun he- is here in Australia, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so they lie down in the sun. They get incredibly sunburned. You but if you come them. down with a big set of tongs down to Bondi Beach mm-hmm. and you just flip all the slowly burning tourists yeah. with your, your man tongs. Your big, you're just your big life-saving tongs. Yeah. You know, and you're saving their lives from melanoma. Yes, which is a longer-term sort of a thing. Absolutely, like cooking sausages under a grill. Yes. It's a long-term thing. Now, what part is cutting them open to see if they're ready? Well, you do that as well. (laughs) Um, Also, earlier when you told me you'd invented the bread knife and the tongs and I'd stolen your idea for the bread knife, I should have just stabbed you with the bread knife and taken your tongs. Yeah, that would have been a great idea. But somebody had also already invented that and you couldn't steal it. That was, oh, murderous theft. Yeah. That's nah, a shame. Um, so, okay, so that's Because it's bad, it's bad enough being a murderer, yeah. a murderous thief, <laughs> yeah. without someone then accusing you of having copied that idea. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd rather be original. A plagiarist, murderous thief. Mm. Yeah. I, I, amongst, you know, as well as guilt, you don't want to feel shame. Yeah. You want to feel that you're coming up with your own ideas. Yeah. You're bringing, you know, because what's the point of 
murdering and stealing if there's no if you're just going through the motions mm. if there's no no vibrancy to it where you're bringing a creative flair to it you know that's why those guys who wear people's skins you know or at yep. least you know the first few that's why you know you can tell that they're in it for you know there's there's something driving them there's a creative urge there yes because it doesn't it's not a thing that immediately strikes you to wear somebody's skin mm. like it's clothes because skin is already on you, so you wouldn't think of that being clothes. You know? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I'm going to wear somebody's clothes as my skin. I don't even know if anyone's ever done that. And then cut off their own skin and then just sewn on clothes <laughs> to, make it, to make it look like your skin. You know, just a bunch of T-shirts kind of quilted on. See, this is, this is great. And this is from our similar form of, uh, you know, making a big thing, making a... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Small thing. Mm. It's just a classic reversal to uh, to to have a totally new take on uh, serial killing. Well, absolutely. And think about how shocking it must be for the victims. Okay, so these are people who have just noticed T-shirts have gone missing, mm. right? Something that they think could have just been the wind off of yep. the clothesline. Right, it might have just flown into a bush or something like that, or I left it somewhere, or I left it somewhere. T-shirts, you almost, you know, nothing. Anyway, somehow the police get involved because there's enough of a pattern of yeah, just the rumblings. It's a small town. Mm. There's a rumbling. Words getting around. Just people kind of going, "Oh, you lost a T-shirt. I lost a T-shirt. Uh -huh. My favorite T-shirt. Things like that, like that." And then somehow there's a clue. There's a clue. <laughs> There's, I don't know, there's just somebody's T-shirt is dropped outside on somebody's front lawn. Great clue. Yeah. Classic clue. <laughs> yeah, a thing is in a place yeah. and they see it there. It's been, it's been clearly cut with scissors. Mm. Scissors. It's just the, it's just the front, the, the shirt, pattern just part. Just the frame. The, the, it's the front part that you, as the T-shirt owner, probably valued the most. Yeah, but, you recognize that. But to the person who's trying to sew these things on his skin... They don't care. They want they want block colors. And this is how they get him. They organize a all town football match, mm. skins versus shirts. Oh my god. Yeah. They they take off their shirt. Yeah. Their long sleeve shirt. Yeah. Underneath. All it's all t shirts. It's shirts all the way down. Oh my god. Now take off that shirt. Oh yeah, so you're just seeing it as like he's just wearing shirts on top of the that's a gooey flesh. <laughs> yeah, um, what, what were you what were you seeing? I'm seeing like you know like one of those skin suits where they've kind of they're they're sewing skin together. It's a bit oh, patchworky. Sure. sure, sure. Like that, like that, but over your arms and torso. So just on your skin. So it's just like a patchwork. No, no, no you've, he's cut off his skin. Okay, yeah, cool. Cool, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Okay, too. cool. Sorry, I was just making sure. No, 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 that's all right, Alison. And it's it could a bit, have been a misunderstanding. I keep thinking of that part, right, in face off. You know, when he wakes up but his face is off. Oh man, do you see it? A little bit. You don't see it very much, but you just see a little bit and you see him 
reach over and touch the goo on his face uh. like that. And he goes, and he might laugh or something like that. I don't know. I think he'd be in a lot of pain. Yeah. But sometimes horrible things make you laugh. Sure. You know, it's like laughing at a funeral. Imagine how much you laugh in union. Yeah. You wake up, your face is off. Your own face transplant. Talk about an inappropriate time to laugh. <laughs> the priest will be You like, try and keep it in, but you can't because you've got no lips. No, that's true. <laughs> Sneaks out. That's the problem, isn't it? Taking out, be taking those lips off, mm. then it'd be one of the hardest parts of removing a face because the outer part of the lip is part of the face, but the inner part of the lip is part of the inside. Yeah. And so... I think you've got to take, take the whole lip yeah, like inner and outer lip, take it all. I think I know. I think I think you're you're doing your incision on the inside of the lip. Yeah, like that, and then you're peeling the skin off like that. So you still got some flesh to hook the new face on the new right. lip. Right, you need something to stick it to to sew it back together. Yeah, it's like yeah, you exactly. It's it's like the little. It's a little. It's a, you're clipping it back on. You know, yeah. you're gonna slide that lip back in. They would have. This is the thing in that movie, Face Off. They would have been so puffy for so long. You see the people who've had face transplants mm. now because they lost their face to a bear or something. Yeah, a lot of. They're so puffy for so long. It's a yeah. It's a there's a long puff period. They cut all that out of the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I think because in the movie at some point they had like a an ear that they kind of like lasered. I think you can see an ear getting lasered made. So I think maybe they, they make might... a whole ear. I'm, I can't, I'm not 100%, but it feels like they make, a, but it feels like if they could just make ears mm. like that, then why would they need to take somebody's face off to put your face on? Here's what I'm, here's my problem with the movie. Have you seen the movie? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> here's my problem. It was a long, long time ago. I don't yeah, really okay. remember it. Um, taking a face off is not all that impressive. Putting a face on, that's the yeah. Interesting bit. It's really tough. It should have been called Face On. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Face Off, that's not a film. No, but face, face On. I think Face Off sells the tickets. Face On keeps you in your seat. Sure, right. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it was just a Face Off, you'd be like, like, you're like I think... You'd sort of sit there, and then you'd see them get their faces off. <laughs> you'd be like, oh. oh. That was gooey. That was uh, yuck. Like that. But it's the face on that makes you sort of go, all right, I'll stick around and see what happens with yeah. this guy does when it, and he has enough, another <laughs> face on. Because <laughs> um, that's the hardest thing, is that you can't not be you. Deep down. Hey. Like, Deep like no, no, just like you can't. Even if your face gets pretty messed up, mm. you're still just gonna be you. Yep. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, even if, even if some, like, like no one, even if you got your face changed with Nicolas Cage, yeah, right, and you wait for the puff to go down, I still think people will like be like, no one will think it's Nick Cage. <laughs> They'll be like Andy. <laughs> well, stop it. I think so, yeah. Like, even no matter how many times you go, like, peach, I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> I could eat a peach for hours. Like that. You yeah. can practice, but I don't think any, like, <laughs> you're still just going to be you. You can't ever be, like, I guess, yeah, deep down, you'll be you. But then also, the ever, there'll always be people who will know that you, you just have Nick Cage's face. 
And do you think they'll sort of lose respect for me or something? <laughs> no. I mean, unless they didn't have respect for you in the first place. Um, or they didn't have very much. And then, and then you don't do a very good Nick Cage. But you know what I mean? Like, you're still just going to be you. Mm, but I'll be trapped in a Nicolas Cage. Yeah, but you'll just be a Nick Cage. Like, what you really want is you want to be able to just move into another body without anybody knowing. Alistair, isn't that what we're doing, really? Uh, I know, but then it's still you in another body. You just want... exactly. Okay, so what you really want is you just want... Two million dollars. No, but like, okay, okay. you want none of your memories. Yeah. Because like, how could you really be somebody else? Well, but, no, but you need your memories so that you know that you're someone I know, okay, else. So, so, that, so that we're just looking for the, the, the minimum amount that you need so that you can enjoy the experience so of being, being Nicolas someone else. Cage. Yeah, being Nicolas Cage or somebody else, but without being, like, with the least amount of you. So you don't want your body, right? Yes. Your body, like, let's say That's you want to be That's the first thing I get rid of. Yeah. I think, like, let's say you want to be, a, like, a young gymnast woman. Great. You know, I think that's well. This pretty... body is holding me back. Yeah, and so I think that's holding you back, and I think that's pretty far from the kind of life you're leading right now. Yes. Right. Uh, okay. So, so I want to be a young gymnast woman, and I don't want to be just a man with the body of a young gymnast, an old, an old non-gymnast man with the body of a young gymnast woman. I want to be a young gymnast woman. Is that what you, is that what we're saying? I like, think so. Like, I want to have the identity of like, like. If I went to a gym, mm-hmm. I could do some gymnastics. Is that what I want? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think if you were, if like if you were if you if you were put in front of a big mat, yeah, right, and I could flip around. On yeah, it. and some music, it would come over me. It, yeah, absolutely, and it would just it would be sort of like that, you know. Uh, do I stick the landing? Yeah, you stick it. Great. Yeah, you stick it ninety five percent of the time, but even when you don't stick it, you kind of instinctively know how to roll. Yeah, great. Now. What about this? Do I have the drive that it takes to become a gymnast, a successful gymnast? Yeah, you have everything that that woman had in order to become that. Right. Right? So, so but how much of you do you need to bring over? Yeah, well, I wonder if, I, I wonder if my lack of drive to become a gymnast is an essential part of my personality. You know, if I took that away mm. in order to become this woman... Would there still be enough of me left to appreciate it? Like, surely one of the things I would appreciate most about being a gymnast is the fact that I'm not a gymnast. Sure. So, okay. So, you kind of what you're looking for is you're looking for a fish out of water feeling. Yes. But whilst also having the comfort of a fish very much in water. So I think that I think that will <clears throat> that will be in the muscle memory of the and the regular memories. So look, you're not bringing. Okay, do you need to know about your children? To be, a I gen- mean, <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. How about this? Okay, you don't get to bring any memories. Okay, so it's like a dream. You just appear in it. Yes. Right, and you're there. Yes. And so you don't need to even know that your life was different at any point, but. When you get flipped back into your own body, mm. you get to come back with some memories that you did that. This is great. I think this is a really good compromise. Right? Yeah. Because then, then you get to enjoy the experience in full mm-hmm. without 
being tainted by like you know like how bored you are with existence and or gymnastics. Yeah, but you but you're not bored with gymnastics. Okay. Well, are you? <laughs> Maybe if I'm her. No, I know, but I'm talking about you. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. But I mean, like if she's bored with gymnastics, then you'll be bored with gymnastics. Yes. Yeah. But I'm talking about you bringing your own stuff from your own life. I don't think I'm going to be bored with existence if I'm in the body of a young gymnast woman. I'm going to be thrilled. I know. But I was saying that if you were bringing some of yourself over to the to the lady where, you know, your, your sort of cynicalness from your regular life. Once Are you again, cynical? I'm a little cynical. But I think, once again, it's the cynicism and the um, experience of the cynicism mm. in a totally new and compelling identity mm. that will be the part of that experience that is interesting you know yeah it's 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 it is i i think i what i almost what i want mm. this is what i want i think then in that scenario is to it's just her right but i am in the mind yeah and i get hit with her successful gymnast I just landed a really good thing, endorphins, yeah. flooding into my non-gymnast, like, sensory part of my brain or whatever, and I get to feel that, which she is now used to. She's immune to that almost, mm. right? Okay. But all that stuff hits me, and I'm like, whoa! You know, I'm really appreciating it. So, wait, so now you're experiencing her... Because now this is a cra- This is there's a craziness to to. There's, it's even more crazy to your yours. Okay. Because because now, not only are you in a very experienced experienced gymnast, there, you've you've also modified part of her brain so that there's a part that ha- feels these things in you. Yeah, well, that's my brain. Now, I haven't modified her brain. But so, so you're bringing, so you're just bringing in your whole brain. I'm bringing in my whole brain. So I was I'm just saying, thinking, you, come along, everybody. I We're just, coming in. I We're going to see what it's like. I just thought you'd bring in like, like just like a handful of neurons where the self lives, like that. Just chuck them in. You, you, you have, that's what we were trying to do, Alastair. But then I, I felt that we couldn't unpick the self from so much stuff. So do you think maybe then to to kind of get your your thing mm. right is that you you don't get access to your own memories for some reason so you snip that wire okay in your own brain but you've just basically sort of cable tied your brain to the back of her head yes like that and then you just link in the right thing so that you're seeing through her eyes feeling it but then you're also going through the urges of like i'm gonna run at this mat <laughs> that's what i want to feel yeah the urge to run at a mat yeah and then just and know what to do Whilst also experiencing it anew in your second, in your original mm, brain, mm. Uh, and uh, and like being completely thrilled, like you're on a like a you know like yeah a, like on a roller coaster yeah or, or an F thirty four F thirty four I'm being tossed around you're being flipping tossed, and flopping but it, but you're, but you're you're freer you're freer yeah. than that because you're flying but without uh, any assistance yes you're pole vaulting yes. No, is a pole vault? Is a vaulting? You're vaulting. I'm vaulting. I mean, you could you could be go put into the. I'm you, revolting. But that's a really complex emotion in that you're experiencing both the the day to day, like of of practice and 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 perfection, mm. as well as the feeling of a new. So you really do need two brains. Yeah. 
Maybe but I think that's what you want. Could you just do it by taking one hemisphere out of your brain and putting it in there? Really so you just do great. a hemisphere sw- swap. Yes. Um, so I, I, we, we take my subconscious or whatever it is, the one that I half that I'm not using, we mm. swap that out with the half that she's not using. Yeah. Or you just take, you know, just, just I think both, both of your hemispheres are, are you. Yeah. Maybe we, oh, maybe it'd be great if I could put my conscious brain in there where her unconscious brain is, right? Mm. And then all the stuff that goes into her unconscious brain that she doesn't access consciously, obviously, that can all just come into my inputs, right? And then I can experience all of that. Oh, that's good. You just get conscious and, and, and then her unconscious. Yeah, and I just promise I won't do anything and I won't get involved. I'm still conscious in there, yeah. but I'm just not doing anything. So now, this like, is the problem. Is the left and the right, are they different hemis- Are they the different well, I think they're conscious just like, and unconscious or are they? No, I think they're just, I think one of them talks to you is the one that like, mm. is like your narrator, mm. but I don't think it's the conscious and unconscious. So we, you're saying that if we took out half of this gymnast brain, she probably wouldn't well, the problem is, is, be able to do gymnastics as oh. well as we wanted to be able to do it for me to be able to experience it properly. The, the, the trouble is is that if you took out half of your brain, your, your, your consciousness would probably also just stay with your body. I imagine <laughs> we're not taking it out. I, I don't sure. know for sure. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's – in the I abstract mean, sense, Do you think you could it. see through both sets of eyes? If you took out part of your brain and – let's say you took out your part of your brain and your eye. Yep. And then put that into her – Mm. brain like that again this is going to be bad for a gymnastics ability. yeah but let's say we, we like we, we modify the body so that it's a bit more plug and play and let's just say she's so good that she could afford to lose an eye yeah and half a brain but then, and but she's, then she's still... seeing through your eye yes yeah okay great yeah so she'll still get to see yeah but she could do it with one eye closed if she wanted yes. to because that's how she practices yeah. just just to challenge yourself. Great. I'm really excited about this. This is going to feel so Because then maybe incredible. the person standing on the sidelines mm-hmm. could could experience the watching of yourself doing it and then also the person <gasps> – I'd be so proud. You'd be so proud of yourself <laughs> as Out well there as the doing person, all that stuff. The person in the other brain who's like – And who, she's also in my brain on the sidelines getting to watch herself – that's good for her. She'd probably pick up some stuff that she didn't notice from That's within. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, because normally she has to record it on a videotape yeah. and then rewatch it. And no, this no, is saving no. her some time. Saving time or the rewinding. Yeah. <laughs> She's still using DV tapes. Yeah. And that's a real pain in the ass, especially yeah. having to download it onto a computer. Mm. Are you picturing she's Russian? I'm picturing she's Russian. I was picturing Amanda Bynes, I think. <sighs> Amanda Bynes? Is that her? No. Simone Bynes? Yeah. No, I was picturing Amanda Bynes from <laughs> She's the Man. <laughs> But she was really good at gymnast. <laughs> now, how is this a sketch? Um, oh, Alistair. I mean, uh, it's a service that we're offering. Sure. But we've got to nail down the specifics of, you know, in the, in the first meeting. It's a, it, it feels like it's a, a total recall scenario where you go along to this company who's mm. doing this for you and... It's got an element of the being John Malkovich's about it as well. Yeah, but it's it? a, it's better than a John Malkovich because you can. We can call it that better John Malkovich. Yeah. Better uh, than. And oh, but then again, I think one person does get to control John Malkovich in that one, doesn't it? Yeah, okay. they oh, do. Yeah, yeah so puppet master kind of... guy. But but this is 
I think this could be um, much like our um, uh, paying for ambulances and that sort of thing by offering people a, f- a premium sticky beak service. Mm. This could be a thing where, like, successful uh, prime of their life athletes can rent out their subconscious to mm. have the conscious brain of uh, any old idiot who can afford it put mm. in there instead. So like the right. space shuttle, you can just get a bit, if you're a billionaire. Exactly. You can go up to the ISS. Yes. So you, you know, um, Simone Bynes, the government's no longer going to fund the... Uh, For some reason I just feel uncomfortable when, it, when it's Simone Bynes. So let's, let's oh. go to a, some Russian lady, even though I'm the one who said Simone Bynes. I sure. Know. Anyone, whoever it is, if they... Can, they, they It's got too much of the get outs. Oh, sure, it. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so. yeah. Uh, well, is have we just copied Get Out now? No. Have we? It feels like maybe we have. Is this Get Out? I don't know. I haven't seen it, but it's got something about people going into somebody's brain. But this is, yeah. I mean, this isn't taking over their brain in any way. This is just an observer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Experiencing, experiencing what it. it's like to be doing that. Yeah. Which I think is, you know, an is original that, idea and yeah. a sketch. It's an original idea that's a little bit like Get Out. It's a but. <laughs> Yes. But but we didn't realize that until it was too late. Mm. And there's a chance that we'll just have it as it's just a per- you you just wake up, you're somebody else and you don't realize until you get zapped back into another thing like a dream because you can't bring any of yourself into it. Okay. You can bring back some memories, but if you go into it it won't be a pure experience. It'll be you being self-conscious going I'm this person, what's going on? I I don't remember. I'm It'd be I, a really is- interesting film, right? Mm. If you were flipping between two brains, right, and when you're in one of the brains, you had to had some task that you had to perform, but mm. you never remember anything from your old brain when you go into the new brain, mm. and then somehow when you're in your old conscious brain, you have to try and get information because you're going back and forth. Mm. You have to try and get information to yourself in the other brain in order to communicate what it needs to do mm. to achieve the thing that it needs to achieve. Yeah. And that is then we really would be trying to get to the bottom of, like, what is identity devoid of memory? Yeah. And, hmm, maybe it would be a film. I think it would be a film. Be a film. I don't know, maybe like a... This feels like sort of a combination of, like, three or four different Jim Carrey serious movies. Yeah, well, it's kind of like, you know, there's, there's an element of like, you know, maybe governments are controlling us and they, they, they maybe they they use one brain so that it's our worker mm. kind of body. And then the other brain, it's like while you sleep, they just put your consciousness into another body. Whoa. And then they got you, they get you working, producing, you know, license plates or whatever. Yep. <laughs> you know, whatever they need. Surely they'd get you doing something more top secret or something. If you don't have any memories, like sure. it would be worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. And though at some point the people who are working, when you're working at night, they become kind of a bit aware that they're like, exactly. something's yeah, yeah, yeah. been happening. Yeah. Maybe you start leading, leaving notes for yourself of what's going on. Yeah. I don't remember how I got here today. Actually, I don't remember how I get here any day. But then again, you might not remember because maybe you start anew every single time. I think you do. But, but their one flaw is that they don't, Maybe they don't swap your cubicle. Right, you've been leaving notes. You've been leaving notes. Or maybe they do swap your cubicle and you're finding somebody else's notes and then you start compiling like this. 
It's cool. That'd be amazing, right? Because then if all of the I, all of the memories were only in the notes and the notes came from a bunch of different people, mm. you'd think that it was all you. Each time you read the notes and you took that information into mm. your brain, you'd think that they were all from yourself, yeah. but they're actually from a whole lot of other blank slate personalities who've had all their memories removed, and you're assembling an identity that is the like a gestalt entity, which is the sum of all the experience of all the other people who've shared that cubicle. Mm. Man, sometimes. Yeah. We must be really boring to people yeah, to listen to. Sorry, huh? everybody. Um, um, do we have five sketch ideas? Wait, is this? Wait, is this? What, what, what am I calling that? Um, oh, just uh, gestalt, conscious, uh, conscious swapping, swap, uh, memory loss, three slash <laughs> enslaved <laughs> worker. Um, and what's the uh, gymnast? Wait. Uh yeah, not slash not get out. Slash uh, not get out. Yeah. And I think the world, you know, is probably really, really excited to see two white guys take on, on get out. You know, I reckon we could do... Yeah, I could take it on re- remake. I think it's time yeah, for a remake. Yeah, a remake, yeah. Well, I wonder what it would be like if in everybody in it was white. We could call it get in. Come in. Face on. Come in. Come in. <laughs> I'd love I'd love somebody to want my body. Yeah. Do you think that would no? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Don't we all want somebody to love our body? I guess. Love so. somebody to want our body. Love yeah. somebody to want our body. I love you to want me. <laughs> um, Take your hand and hold my me hottie. We got three words. From a listener, I feel like now we're we're going we're cycling through uh, our many wonderful Patreon. Yeah, uh, these are these are people who are submitting their second uh, second round second suggestions. Third, third, third hey, three words. I think we're you guys are getting on, really good at this. You guys are get really good, and I think we're da- we're down low on on three words. So please send either send through some some new ones, people who have already sent some, or if anybody wants to send in some new ones, it's a three dollar Patreon thing. Yeah, get on board, please, if you want. Yeah, please don't do it if you don't want. No. But if you want... Do. Do. These are from Mitch Griffiths. Hey, Mitch. Mitch. I think you loved you loved it when I, I said loved, Mitch Griffiths. I love, I love it. I love the word Griffiths. You know I think it contains every emotion. That's right. Um, for some reason, I've drawn an eye next to Mitch Griffiths. Um, yeah, I can't explain it. Uh, Mitch's three words are <clears throat> gimp, beans, disaster. <sighs> Good gracious. Yeah. Mitch, I, I, you know, you sound like a fascinating guy and I'd love to know if you have anything in mind when you write these down. Well, Not beforehand, obviously, but, you know, maybe in, in the future let us know what you were picturing when you sent in these words because... Uh, it's really exciting. I know we've spoken a lot about skin today, mm. but um, in a way, uh, a bean kind of does have its own gimp suit on. It's the <laughs> it's the it's the bean skin. Um, yeah. So like a bean skin gimp suit, which is like, 
you know, instead of like a leather, which is a cow skin. Mm. So you were going for like a vegan option or something? Well, you know, a vegan, vegan gimp. Yeah. Vegan, you know, there's rubber, which I think rubber comes from a tree, but it mm. also sometimes latex. I don't know if that comes from oil, which is dead animals. Mm. Dead living matter of some sort. Yeah, I think a lot of the time um, gimps sort of get in dog collars and get sort of mistreated and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. Which as a vegan, obviously, you wouldn't want. You'd probably only be able to somehow dress yourself as a tree, maybe put one of those metal rings that they put around the middle of a tree to stop uh, possums climbing up it. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, and yeah. then have yourself be mistreated as a as a, as a tree. As a tree. Sort of like have yeah. kids kick you and pull kids your bark off. Kids kick you, pull your bark but off. Then you don't want, if it's a sex thing, you don't want any kids involved. So. No, okay. What about possums uh, or borer? Also like your lover dresses as a possum. But then, yeah, all, but then they if try to climb up you. But if you're a vegan... Is this kind of... Is the possum... You're right. Uh, strangler so, fig? Well, I think that's great. You've, you, so your lover so dresses as a strangler fig a strangler. and wraps so wait, themselves around you. So now, wait, wait. What's your skin made out of again? Uh, bean. Bean. <laughs> so wait, why are you a tree? <laughs> uh, I was just trying to think of the equivalent of a dog collar well, well, for I guess, a plant. I guess it's the ways in which you can uh, veganize a lot of like the sadomasochistic yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, you could, you could wear like a kind of like a tree bark kind of as a sex thing. Totally. You know? Um, I think if you were to wear the bean skin gimp suit, mm-hmm. maybe you could lay on a plate, they could toss you into a salad. <laughs> you know, I think like, there's a lot of kind of like big pronged instruments that would throw you around giant tongs. Giant tongs. Perfect. <laughs> Um, I don't know that people people. That's more of a sausage thing. I don't know if people toss beans with tongs. But I know I, salad salad service. I know, but if you if you unanchored the two bo- the base of the tongs, you got salad service. You got yeah, salad service right yeah. there. Un- unanchored tong base. Yeah, and I'll text George. Um. So and then I don't know. You could you know having somebody drizzle sort of like lemon in your eye and things like that. That's ah uh, kind of, yes. That's a real thing. And also beans. They often they don't do well in a salad. Like they. They they often lose some of their, you know, their consistency and their they like they get mushed. Uh-huh. So and and that's you know that's where the danger lives. So in you this, get you know? mushed. Well, you get mushed. I mean, wouldn't that be? <laughs> I mean, if you look, if you're if you're a sadomasochist, a vegan sado sadomasochist, you want to probably want to get a bit mushed. You want to get mushed. You want some of your sort of like powdery wetness to come out. <laughs> um. Oh. Yeah, I mean there are there there the the interaction between humans and plants, right? Cuz we when we had the strangler fig, we really had uh two plants interacting, which mm. is maybe sort of not typical of the sadomasochistic lifestyle, you know, maybe one of you is a logger, a high-vis logger, Whoa. sort of cutting down an old growth, a mighty yeah. old growth or something like that. So how would you envisage how would you envisage that happening? So like like just using a chainsaw or like a saw. Yeah, maybe you're on stilts or something. Mm. And you, um, there's a, yeah, you get, you get. <gasps> edible stilts. Edible and stilts. A, and, and they're the a beaver. They're a beaver. <laughs> you know? I mean, obviously that's using animals again, but I guess it doesn't always have to be vegan. But the animal is thriving in this situation. That's true. You're and feeding. And it's living in its natural habitat, so edible, that's okay. Edible, edible sex stilts. Yeah. That's really good, and, uh, <laughs> and if there was wood if, flavor, yeah, and edible we, wood, edible wood. Oh my god, 
It's a two in the thick tech special. Yeah. Um, I know I keep jumping back to the bean, and I apologize. No, but if if you kind of want, I'm going to keep jumping back to the tree. If under your bean, if under your bean skin, you had like a, some non-Newtonian fluid, mm. that's something that could really like a powdery kind of white stuff that comes out when you get mushed. Yep. You know, you don't. That's even, real fun. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, you could be a pea in a pod, and then you could have a big zipper down because because there's a lot of zippers, I think, in the uh, gimp. Lifestyle. Oh, yeah. You could be in a in a pod. Yeah, so it's big like pea pod. Big pea with a zipper. Zips it down. Like and those... then, yeah, boils you or something. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Steams you like oh you're edamame. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. You get squeezed out. Oh, and that's what they you and then you could say, well, you know, you know, because in BDSM there's like daddies. Mm. Well, this one can be your edamame. Perfect. Yeah? Yes. And that's what they call your you know, your 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 bean master. So uh, Mitch Griffiths, I think, uh, yeah. Th- I mean, this is. Uh, I-, I hope you're. I hope you're happy with um, with that uh, I mean, offering. I mean, there's the word be- disaster there, which I imagine is the the whole concept is a disaster. Right? Mm. Yeah, it's not good, and you know the safe word and that sort of thing, uh, whatever that would be. The safe word is tempe. Uh, You've gone tofu. Tofu. I mean, everybody still gets to pick their own safe word, I think. That's, you're absolutely right. You know, because I think once we start putting, you know, limits on it, then no one's going to want to do it. Sure. But in the sketch, somebody could still have a safe word. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. So I thought you were saying it across all vegan. No, I'm not dictating to the vegan BDSM. I mean, that would be amazing if you were the the vegan BDSM dictator. Mm. Mm. So that amongst the group of vegan BDSM, one person has decided to elect themselves dictator. Wow. And so who he they're they're trans couple, right? They're pan couple. Mm. So you you drift from couple to couple ordering them to do vegan sadomasochistic things. Drizzle some tahini on that. Mm. You know. Come over here and put some, you know, some vegan t- uh, tzatziki all over between my toes. It's like a sexual dic- <laughs> dictatorship of some kind. Yeah, vegan dictatorship. Yeah, is it? I mean, is it? It it be some sort of ecosystem, or like, or look at like in a drug dealing situation, you know, where there's a hierarchy, you know, mm. and you think somebody's the boss, and then you're like, no, but they're really the boss. Like it's a it's a sort of a web of relationships where there's always a more dominant person who subjugates the. Oh, that's a really people. interesting government like structure of, of a hierarchy where it's like a like a duck V, that no matter what you can always go higher. Mm. You can always go to somebody because somebody else who was actually below you earlier when you were focused on them, but when. The, the the chain of authority goes up above them. There's always somebody who can go up above them mm. and then tell them what to do. Mm. I see that would be good for a court system. If it just kept getting higher and higher. Yeah. If every time you were unhappy with the decision, you could keep, you just lose a higher court. Yeah, but then you, people would be constantly appealing. Yeah, that's fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Okay, do you want to take us through the sketches that we've come up with today, Alistair? <laughs> oh, my Lord. 
We got fastest land animal on or in water. Feels like we came up with that sketch idea about six years ago. Probably. No, but yeah. I mean, like, it feels like the beginning of this episode. Was oh, six years ago. <laughs> but also, non-Newtonian fluids are things that we've talked about in the show before, and I feel, yeah, you know, I hope Dis- we're not just recovering Disney, old territory. Disney on non-Newtonian fluids. Yeah. Andy, if you forget what you did earlier, I think it still counts as new ideas. Great. Then we got the sticky beakers, which is the government sells this, you know, they, they can... Viewing they, rights. Viewing rights. They can be on the side of police cars mm. and things like that. And you can just, you can go and just watch, you know, people who've been hurt. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so like watch shootouts and things like that. Mm. Guess but you're in glass, so you're <laughs> safe. <laughs> um, you could just do ride-alongs. Yeah. That'd be cool too, you know. I mean, it'd probably be more expensive to sort of be in the ride along. But I guess if the if the ambulance is in a crash, you're standing up, you know, and there's not mm. that much you can move. How much to climb up on the policeman's back? <laughs> like uh, right on their shoulders. Yeah, right on their shoulders or yeah. piggyback or whatever. Piggyback, no offense. But, uh, but get a, you know, when they burst into a house or something. Yeah, I think that would be great. So that's a real ride along as, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah, or, you know, like if they just had clothes that were big enough that you could get into the back of them. Great. You know, and like you, they, <laughs> wear, they, they wear, wear sort of double-decker shoes. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like <laughs> not double-decker, but like either you're under or behind. Yeah. You know, or your feet maybe go to the side like that. And you all their clothes you can just – there's just like a – there's another set of clothes behind them that mm. you can slip mm. into and sort of feel. And it's sort of not that different from our conscious swap tourism. And it's also not it's that different early... to I want to wear your, your clothes as the skin. <laughs> it's I want to wear your clothes as my clothes, but while you're also wearing know, them as your you're clothes. Just, you're just following them like that. And you kind of get like a – it gives you a real good gist of what it would be like to be a cop. <laughs> a cop who's incredibly impaired by an idiot. <laughs> uh, a customer. Sorry. A client. A client. A valued client. And I think if a cop was fit enough, like cops are just... They're supposed to be the peak. Peak condition. You almost said pig again. But I didn't. You're right. Um, But also, they're only so fit because they train to only be one person. Mm. But if they were training to carry two people with them at all times, they'd be much stronger. Yeah. uh, When they don't have one, but also when they'd they'd just be normal when they had a second person on. Yep. And then super strength when they didn't have a second That's person. how training works, correct. <laughs> um, then we have reinventing inventing, and this is... <laughs> I can't believe you wrote that down. I feel great. <laughs> well, you know, it's because we're reinventing the wheel. Yeah. But then somebody was also reinventing inventing. Yeah. Also, to I be never... plagiarizing? Eh? To yeah, be plagiarizing? To be copying, yeah. I see. We, we should, uh, something in there, and uh, I don't think we need to discuss it now. But like copycat killers, mm. you know, that that one of the reasons that society is so disgusted by them is that they're not even original serial killers. They're hack. They're hack, and I think they're not adding to the sum total of cool serial killer stories as well because mm. they're just piggybacking on somebody else's ideas. You know, if you're going to be a killer, be an original killer so we get a new podcast out of it. Yeah, you get a new name. Yeah. But I guess you could do a podcast all on copycat killers. Yeah, but I don't think that would be interesting. Oh, but you know what? Being the copycat killer, somebody who goes and kills copycat killers. Now that's interesting. Mm. Mm. The copycat murderer. We could call it Dexterer. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely one of the options. Yeah, thanks, Al. 
Um, then we got life-saving tongs. This is where if you look at any invention mm. and you just look if there's a smaller and a bigger version of it. Yeah. And and the proof of the concept is the life-saving tongs is just big tongs. What can you use them for? People, the ocean is nothing is no different than a barbecue. Yes. The ocean, the water is the fat, the people are the sausages, and the sun is the grill. Yeah. And the ocean floor is the bottom of the... The pan. The pan. And this is, you, this is sausages you're making in the grill, under the grill. And then you turn the people to make sure that they can breathe. Mm. and Or sometimes you turn them on the beach to make sure they're not burning. Yeah. Um, then you've got t-shirt, t-shirt skin. This is just a, it's a criminal. And their only crime <laughs> is stealing t-shirts. To wear a skin, to make like a skin Because they want to make, suit. they want to wear everybody's t-shirt. What experience are they getting out of this? What does this satisfy in them? Well, it's like those people who, who need to cut off a limb. They just, they just, they feel an urge. This isn't my limb. This isn't my skin. My skin is, is other made people's of t-shirts. t-shirts. Okay. Yeah. Or it could be one specific person's t-shirts. Mm, sure. Sure. It's that guy's t-shirts. It, it puts the t-shirts in the it puts t- <laughs> it puts the softener on, on the t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> it puts the softener on the t-shirt put the softener on the fucking t-shirt um then we got conscious swap tourism you know into a g- gymnast <laughs> Like it's, it's in that scenario, the science of the last things you were just doing yeah. is like somebody's got somebody down a hole in their basement just because they want them to do their washing for yeah. them. Yeah, do my laundry. Yeah, he's he likes t-shirts. He wants to Real make soft. t-shirt skin, but he doesn't want to have to wash them himself. Fair <laughs> amount of work. <laughs> that guy talk quite weird. Right? He did. He talk quite nasally. I think he yeah. appeared in the TV show Monk. Do you reckon the guy is, is that just the actor? Like, the, does the actor? I just think when I saw him in Monk, I thought he still had a bit of a nasal voice. Yeah, because otherwise, that's just like such a weird choice to make. Like, you show yeah. up on the day of filming, you're like, I'm gonna do it, do a real weird voice. My my inkling is hair lip. Yeah, right. Maybe okay. of you know some kind of fixed hair lip thing. Okay, cool. Maybe. And then finally, of course, there's vegan BDSM slash bean I think skin. That's, yeah, I think bean, that's really good. Suit. Yeah. Um, do, do you want me to write down um, uh, b- vegan BDSM dictator? I think that see that's an element that is almost too sort of structural or too like alternative to be part of a sketch. It's part of a society, which has never stopped us before. But yeah, I don't see what humorous element it adds because the idea is already so funny. What about a sketch that never, that every, it's a sketch show, but every sketch is just more of the last sketch. (laughs) That feels like this episode today. Yeah. Everything's just the same idea with just some other, and we didn't realize until later on. Yeah. Anyway, it's something to think about. Yeah. I think that's 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 a real interesting idea. That's what we're doing when we're revolutionizing sketch. Yeah. Um, Hey, we did it. Beep <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast tour in the Think Tank. My goodness, we appreciate it. Like, yeah, we appreciate it so uh, like much. nobody's business. Oh my lord! You can find us on Twitter. Uh, I'm at stupid old Andy. And I'm at two in tank. No, you're not. Oh, I'm we're at, at two in tank. And I'm at Alice at TB. I keep looking at that Google Drive thing. It says it has 200 gig. Somebody paid to have extra space. Uh, I think I've just got 200 gig. Really? Yeah. Sorry. Really? Yeah. I think I might have got it f- f- with some other. With my phone or something like that. Or... There you go. Sorry. Uh, uh, anyway, can, that's really interesting for the listeners. I understand. You can follow you us on a... Patreon. But but that's... we don't need the money because we're doing okay for data. For two, we got two hundred gigs, so we're obviously well, I'm not, fine. I'm not doing okay for data. <laughs> I've just I'm I've run out of basically my. Maybe my we should Google put a new goal space. in in the Patreon to get our two hundred gigs. I think it's the... like two bucks for however many months or whatever a yeah. month. Yeah. Um, um, no, Patreon.com slash 2 in tank. If we would want. love that so much. The people who are on there and who support us are our uh, best friends yeah, and, and our, our only family. And uh, and if and if you spend even more money, Andy, he'll give you his address. Yeah, yeah. We haven't uh, worked out what that threshold is yet. No, but, but we'll, $8 gets you extra, the two extra episodes per month. And we just did a real fun one of our show, Magma, which is where we uh, are a inventing a new society. Our, yeah, it's a workshop of our show, Magma, that we're yeah. going to do at the Comedy Festival. Well, I say I say we, but it's actually uh, two guys called uh, Martin and Jerry. Yeah, I'm not in it. No, I'm not in it either. Even though the um, the Jerry character sometimes calls Martin Alistair, neither yeah. of us are in it. And, and we, we love, love you. You can also review us on iTunes. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates.